All right, well, hello, everybody. Welcome to, oh, what would it be, like episode seven? I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to check, but of uh, Apostello Podcast. Uh, I am here today with our first guest from actually outside of YWAM Brisbane. Um, we have Yasmin and Yael here <laughs> from uh, a ministry known as Beth Barai um, in the city. I've just uh, brought him in to talk about it today. So I'm new to the whole idea of it. Um, so I'm here to learn about what you guys got going on yeah. and thank tell everybody else us. about it. Yeah, thank you so much yeah. for having us. So what is Beth Barai? Well, so Beth Barai, um, it means house of the creative one in Hebrew. So Beth Barai came out of, uh, like it's, Biblically, it's just a place where the Simeonites settled in uh, Chronicles. And then for us, uh, separately in 2015, mm. five of us on our DTS when we were at YWAM in Germany, okay. we, so 18 months before that DTS, uh, we separately each had pictures of Beth Barai, of this, um, of this house of the creative one mm. that yeah. people would be coming in and experiencing freedom in God through creating. So that's kind of where it came from was through these separate visions. For us, um, Beth Barai is a ministry in Brisbane and we've started it about six months ago. And uh, we've we've been working at it for for a few years now. (laughs) And we launched our public creative space almost three months ago mm. so. okay yeah that's cool so you you said that like each person that's involved had mm-hmm. like some sort of vision for something like this yeah, yeah. that's really cool you yeah. just had to like put all the pieces together yeah over and the span of a few it's interesting as well because it happened around the same time we didn't even know each other i'm from austria um yasmin is from um, New Zealand and Sergi's from the states and there were a couple of others okay. that had yeah. a very similar vision and it yeah we had the vision around the same time and then like two years after that went on DTS and realized that God had put that same thing in our hearts okay so, so what was that like original like let me hear from both of you guys yeah. like what was that original vision that you had that or that like original word from God mm-hmm. that you had that like kicked all this off mm-hmm. for me um so i was in a school in brisbane like a supernatural school at my church and i was feeling is that glory city by any yeah. chance okay <laughs> yeah yeah okay. yeah i was there and i was feeling super burnt out and um and i didn't know i guess i was i'd been learning how to hear the voice of the lord but i didn't really know how to seek him um, by myself and so I was feeling burnt out at like during like a worship time and just wanted to mm-hmm. go and have a nap yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I put my feet up at the back of the room and started falling asleep and as I drifted off I saw a picture which completely startled me and woke me up straight away and it was a picture of three houses and so in each house um, I could see that there was something different going on and it like included all the elements of what makes up the dream of Beth Bryan now. So, okay. um, yeah, so three houses next to each other. The one in the middle, which I guess is like the center point of what we do, is that there was young people coming in and out 
uh, 24-7 around the clock, just creating and um, finding freedom. Okay. And then one was a cafe in a drop-in centre. And then the other one, I was living with family and with young people that were that we were walking with long term and we were discipling. Yeah. So this was what I saw. And at the time I had a lot of missions stuff on my heart. So I'd fallen in love with Asia and I wanted to go to these places. And um, and for me, I, I had no grid for what it would look like to have like a ministry set, like yeah. set up in the West and to be able to be released to go somewhere else. Yeah. And so, um, so I asked the Lord, I was like, okay, this looks great and I feel like it looks very appealing, but what about missions and what about Asia and what about this place and that place? And, um, and I, I felt him say that I want you to set this up and then take it to the nations and adjust it to the culture. Oh. So that was, um, that was kind of my first little glimpse of it. And later in the day, I was like, okay, if I'm going to, like, I think I, I knew straight away that it was it. Like, it yeah. made so much sense. It pulled all these different ideas of what I wanted to do. Like, I didn't know how creativity and working with young people and missions and this and this could all work together. And it just was like, oh, this is it. Yeah. This is what the Lord is calling me to That's do cool. with my life. Yeah. And, um, and then after that, I was like, okay, Lord, if I'm going to really like give myself to this and dream about it, I want to have a name for it. And so I asked him for a name. And in a very supernatural way, I Googled <laughs> house and Hebrew and creativity. <laughs> so supernatural. And, wow. Um, <laughs> and Beth Fry was the first thing that popped up. Yeah. <laughs> And it was, it just, I saw it. And I think if you Google that now, it's not the thing yeah. that comes up. So I've, I'm pretty oh, really? like surprised and I don't know how it happened. But um, but it came up and I looked at what it meant and I was like, great, Beth Barai, House of the Creative One. That is yeah. perfect. And so I wrote it down in my journal and it was like a fresh journal and I just used it to start like dreaming about all the stuff that this thing could be. Yeah. Um, and then a few months later, I felt called to go to YWAM and was super confused. I was like, but well, what about this thing that you told me yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I just had to trust that he was leading me where I needed to go. And then I met these guys. So that was pretty, mm. yeah, pretty yeah. perfect. I think it makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, cool. it does say. Yeah. Um, for me, I had the first vision of Beth Bry around the same time when Yasmin had hers. Um, and she did a school of supernatural ministry. I did a school of supernatural ministry. Okay. But in Austria. In Austria, okay. <laughs> um, at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. And during worship, um, I was actually, yeah, I was on stage leading worship, but had this moment of just listening to the, the Holy Spirit. And I had this very vivid vision um, of a room in heaven. And... It was so real. Like, it was more than just a picture, but I mm -hmm. saw and I felt this room. And it was beautiful. It had words written all over the walls, and there was so much color and melody in that room and so much creativity. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, as I took the first step into that room, I felt all of my anxiety fall off, and I knew that I could be so fully myself. Yeah. And I knew that I could be free in that space. 
and that moment of experiencing that room I knew that I wanted to bring this room down from heaven to earth um and then I think the month before we started DTS I had another vision of a big house that was my house but also the house of hundreds of young people Mm -hmm. um that came into the space and found freedom and we were like um or I was like a mother to them or a friend and um walking with them in their journey and yeah and then came to DTS knowing that the combination of those two visions this room in heaven as a manifestation of a house um was what I wanted to um yeah to go after with my life and knew I was called to and then you met a bunch of people that (laughs) (laughs) that's really cool so how did you like what tell me the story about the time that you figured out that both of you were thinking the same thing uh it it came uh so it actually started with another girl um that I was speaking with at the very start like a few days after we arrived and she asked me to share what was on my heart and what I was dreaming about and so I was like okay I guess I'll just tell her the whole thing and just went into it and was kind of like looking around the room as I was saying it all and then I looked back and she was like in tears she's like oh my gosh I have to show you my journal and show me all the things that I've written down this is exactly the same and um and so we started dreaming about it and a month later um to bring a bit of clarity to it I told her that I felt like the Lord had given me a name for it and she had had the a lady come up to her at a conference a year earlier saying Beth Farai you'll be in the house of the creative one and just randomly like massive conference and she kind of wrote it off as like okay that's a weird thing to say (laughs) and like just some crazy lady coming but when I told her I had a name she was like oh oh my gosh what was the thing that that lady had said so she would be like okay this is obviously from God mm. mm-hmm. and he's brought us here as like a divine um, like mm. alignment of our lives to come and pursue this together and yeah. so yeah we we talked about where Brisbane was the only place that we had in common for it yeah. and um, and just prayed and we're like yep okay I guess it's Brisbane and then Sergi joined us um, just felt that well he had a moment where he felt the Lord really just call him to join us in pioneering okay. this um, and Sergi he's did he do a, the DTS with you yeah. yes okay yeah. and he, you said what is his role so we were the three directors okay the three of us oh, okay yeah. cool, cool. Okay. yeah um, and then yeah a couple months later yeah um so i was totally unaware of them planning this whole thing in the background um i was going through a lot of inner healing during dts and not Mm -hmm. really talking to a lot of people (laughs) so yaz and i actually shared a room for like three months there were 16 girls in the room yeah but we were also in that room together and never had a conversation okay we had had one but we're also in the same small group (laughs) you're in the same small group and you never never talked talked. (laughs) i feel like it's hard to do really hard to do i was also very confused by her australian accent as well um anyway now i moved here um yeah but now yeah you do sound australian (laughs) it's pretty it's impressive (laughs) it's the lord <laughs> and Yael uses 
more Australian slang than I do. That is true. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I was fully unaware, um, but heard a few people chatting about, like, a house and something with creativity, and I was like, we are doing a creative DTS. It kind of makes sense that they would be talking about something similar. Yeah. Um, but actually, the girl um, that Yasmin was talking to the first day, um, she had a dream of me being part of Beth Bry without knowing about my um, story or my journey with it. Okay. Um, and came up to me after a worship night and was like, hey, I feel like I, I know something for your future. I had this dream, um, but I don't feel to tell you just yet. I was like, why are you <laughs> telling me then? <laughs> so I just left it there. I just shelved it. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but knew that Sergi was involved in the whole thing. And when we were on outreach, I was like, okay, Sergi, just tell me. I need to know. I know something is going on and you guys are planning something and I, I really yeah. have to know. And he told me about Beth Barai and basically just told me about everything that I had dreamt of. And I was like, cool, I'm in. That's sweet. <laughs> and, yeah, there's not even a, a question mark there whether or not I would join, but I was yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Cool. So then you guys obviously like had to go home from mm-hmm. there because you're from Austria mm-hmm. you're not Australian you're, New- you're Kiwi yeah yeah okay so I I'd been living in Brisbane for like six years or something uh, at the time okay, okay. Yeah. so you guys all like went your separate ways for mm-hmm. a little while right yeah and then so how did it all come together where because I feel like in every plan or every yeah, like big yeah. mission like there's like the ideation stage yeah. mm-hmm. and like the the time where God's speaking and mm. you know mm-hmm. creating the vision yeah. like how did you get to the point where you actually like got together did it and now you're here mm. yeah so after DTS we we split up as a couple of us traveled for a while and then um, and then went home and so we had a, a little bit of time of getting to know each other after the team um like after the dts finished we 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 went to yile's family and we stayed there for a couple of weeks which yeah. was very good and then we all went our separate ways for a year and a year yeah for a year okay until sergi moved to brisbane so I was traveling for about six months and then I came back and just asked for some time to just like invest in community and make sure I'm like settled in and at home and yeah. established here before I felt like I was ready to start giving myself to building this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Sergi moved over, y'all came to visit and then six months later she moved over as well. And yeah, it was that whole time was a lot of preparation for us a lot of like personal growth and also learning how to like honor each other in a team and how to um how to love each other and learn the way each other works and it was probably quite like challenging um and I guess like the first time that we'd actually been able to invest in like a team for a long term thing and yeah and the fact that it was like okay this is each of our dreams that we're we're sewing into Mm. like this is this is the first time any of us has had the 
the weightiness of like mm. our own call yeah. on our hands like and now we're doing this together yeah. and so it was really really exciting but its own challenges in it in even for these sure. guys and moving overseas for me just yeah. like balancing the two worlds of like my dts and my dream and then um my real life and my family and yeah. my home you know the fact that you guys like you know i obviously don't know too much about it but like the whole going through the whole process of of like learning to pretty much submit to one another for this big vision and mm-hmm. and learning how to work as a team and and you know maybe give up some of your dream or like mm-hmm. the things that you want and in in favor of another like that is actually really cool that you guys mm-hmm. were able to to do that cuz like I don't know we have the we have the BLS here um which is pretty much a school that like teaches you how to do that mm. and it's still like it, it yeah. can be such a challenging thing even though it's structured for you and there's certain like lessons yeah. to be taught that they're you know we're being taught that from somebody else you know mm. and so I don't know it's just that is just a small little thing that I think yeah. is like really cool that you guys did that on yeah. your own and kind of I think shows the the power that is behind mm. a bunch of people going after God's calling on their lives. That's really yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. And I think because such a big part of our vision is to create a safe place and a family environment, mm-hmm. we were so aware from the beginning that the way we stewarded our team was crucial yeah. to anything that was to follow. Yeah. Um, so we, I think we're still in the process of building the team up and learning each other's ways and everything. But it has been such a beautiful journey of becoming family as a yeah. team. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, even in, in our vision, we want to go after um, a culture like it is talked about in Acts where it says they shared everything that they had and yeah. they they literally lived out family so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's something that we really want to go after. And mm-hmm. Yaz and I are sharing pretty much everything that we have <laughs> um, and we really want to do family together. Yeah. And we don't just want to be directors of a charity, but yeah. we want to be family fighting for family. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's always learning and growing because there's always mm. further you can go into it yeah. and more that you can surrender and more that you can love yeah. beyond what you have before. Yeah. So there's there's always, like, opportunities or challenges. and Yeah. Um, and I feel like... I've come so far and then I also feel like there's so much growth still to come yeah and that that's like personal but also I think we can see that in our team as well that like how we were on DTS like hardly Mm. talking the three of us were like none of us were natural friends yeah like in that wasn't just like a simple easy connection it was something that we had to choose and mm-hmm. that we learned how to um how to seek after mm-hmm. actually knowing each other's hearts and not being satisfied with just getting stuff done together yeah. mm-hmm. and like building something cool and yeah, yeah. having like a cool community around yeah. us but like being willing to walk through like the most sucky times together mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. the hardest times and 
being vulnerable enough to share those moments with each mm. other and invite each other into it. Yeah. And some of that just comes with the fact that we we are doing life together. So we live together or we, um, like Yael and I live together or Sergi's around at our house every day. Like it, that stuff, it makes sense that you go through stuff together, mm. but it's the depth mm. um, that you're willing to invite people into yeah. it as well. Yeah. And I think what we've built over time over those like big celebration times and the like lowest of low times has just been like such a trust that like I'm willing to keep growing and like I'm I'm committed to keep growing as a leader to mm-hmm. not be like not just to be a good leader and not just to be like a successful leader but because I never want to um, I never want to do our team for success I w- yeah. and I never want that to be more important than our family Yeah, and the way that we love one another and time and time again it just keeps coming back to like this is how they will know yeah. like yeah. this is how yeah. people will know that we're disciples yeah. is by our love that we have for one another yeah. mm-hmm. and we want that to draw people into knowing Christ mm-hmm. and um and it so does we're seeing yeah. people come because they they see the consistency of our love yeah. for one another yeah. and the way that we love people even if mm. it hurts or even if it's like even if they don't deserve it mm-hmm. you know even if they don't choose it back yeah and yeah i've been blown away by the way that um the other two have loved me when it's hard mm-hmm. and it's just it's so good mm. ministry yeah. is like yeah. the best in family yeah yeah, yeah. that's so oh man, that is really <laughs> good like like even okay i i fit you're really just touching on like what it means to follow christ mm-hmm. and especially like what it means to actually do ministry because i think it is really easy to like you said like you don't want to just do it to get stuff done together mm. Like it's really easy, and I that's something I've even over the past couple of years being here at YWAM have had to like learn, and I'm still learning that of like how do I like how do I still get things done and like do my job or like do what I my purpose here is, you know. Yeah. Um, but like hold that at less value than relationships mm-hmm. and yeah. and stuff, and I. It's really just the heart of who God is. Like, like it doesn't really matter what we do. It's how we do it, you know. And and it's through love. It's through relationship and stuff. So that is really cool that you that you guys are talking about that. And like, yeah, like I, I don't know you guys very well at all. Uh, but yeah, I can see like that that's something that you guys do really value and do really well. So that's really awesome. Thanks for that. Um. So, like, now that you guys have it, have it all set up, actually, I want to hear about the, the, how you got the house. Cause it, so, okay, real quick for everybody that's listening. Um, these guys were here a couple months ago at the base um, and shared with the whole community what they are doing. So... If it sounds like I'm saying that I have never met them, but 
if it sounds like I kind of have, it's because mm-hmm. of that day. Um, but they guys have a really cool story about how you actually secured the property mm-hmm. that like was a really cool way that God was moving. So I want to hear <laughs> about that. And yeah, I want to hear a little bit more about it. Yeah, it was super frustrating, the process, <laughs> but also very miraculous. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of a nice balance. Yeah. 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 Um, so the first time we looked at the house was in January 2018. No, no, 19. 19. Yeah, yeah, January 2019. Okay. Um, it was actually the first house that we ever looked at. So we're just thinking about, okay, what area. House. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you haven't looked at any other nope. Nope. properties? Just went for it. That's pretty good. <laughs> Essentially, we Especially had... in West End, Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> we, we knew what we were after. Yeah. We knew that we needed something that ticked a few different boxes, yeah. and then we had like wish list things, you know, like we needed something that could host community well, and could be a space for them to create. And we would, we would love if there was kind of some way we could do a cafe sort sort of thing, mm-hmm. or even just like a bit of a coffee setup. Yeah. Um, we a wish list thing was that we would be able to live there as well, Yael okay. and I. So that we could, so it could be like home for people, but also so that we could really like be there all the time. Yeah. And do you guys live there? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah. So that specific, um, those kind of things, actually finding something that ticks all those boxes with council is mm. really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it has to be a commercial property, and it has to be like finding something that has a residential part as well is quite difficult Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then to have the hospitality side Mm -hmm. and the retail side and complicated yeah yeah and we knew that we wanted to go for an area that was that had a lot of young people and a lot of young people in need yeah and we knew that west end was a very creative part of the city Mm -hmm. um so the two areas that we um looked at were west end and fortitude valley um, and then the first property that we actually looked at and went through um, was that house on One O'Connell. And when we looked at it for the first time, it was just a an old family house, and it did not look like we had expected Beth Bride to look like. Okay. But we went through it, and we felt so much peace, and we could see, like, we could imagine what it could look like. Mm-hmm. And the owners were so open to turn it into anything someone would want them to turn it into because the daughter is an architect and the son-in-law is a builder so they even on the real estate website they had a drawing of the house and not the actual house and we're like okay we can work on this we can um turn it into something else and yeah we we prayed about it we felt a lot of peace and didn't have the finances for it though yeah so even, yeah, yeah, even that conversation within the team of being like, okay, we feel so much peace, but we can't pay the bond or the deposit. Um, yeah. And we would really have to, to hear from the Lord and believe that he will provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when we walked through the house the first time with the real estate agent, we, we just asked him, so what would be the costs and... He's like, well, it would depend what you negotiate with how you develop it. But then um, up front, you'd 
need to have the deposit which is two months of rent and then when you get the keys you need three months for the bond okay so like okay so five months of rent <laughs> that at the time we're like that could be for a like, commercial property in yeah, the state. <laughs> yeah yeah a, and great spot and everything yeah. and when we when we talked about budget i just gave like a a I gave him a very high number <laughs> because I, I just wanted to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, so five months rent would be talking about $30,000. Oh, man. For that. So, uh, so we were like, okay, cool. Yeah, no worries. That's fine. <laughs> okay. And then we, yeah, we prayed about it. We did another walkthrough and worked out a plan. Mm. And then we looked at, okay we have the money for the deposit which was a lot and then we realized that the bond would be about nineteen thousand mm. dollars and we were working solely off donations we mm-hmm. hadn't run any public events we mm-hmm. hadn't done yeah. anything we were just like working off of just people who trusted us mm-hmm. and wanted to sew into what we were doing yeah and so we're like hey nineteen thousand dollars do we do we sign this saying that we're going to be able to give that in potentially like three or four months and when we're praying the phrase came to mind of like radical is the only logical option Mm -hmm. for us like looking at what's happened so far it doesn't make any sense for us to hold back Mm -hmm. and to not trust him Mm -hmm. like we just have to go for it like Mm -hmm. like we felt the kindness of him saying if you don't want to do it it's okay and I'll bring something else along like I'm not going to steal the vision away from you Mm. if you say no because it's too risky yeah like so we knew that we could say no but we felt this invitation saying if you're for it I'm fully behind you Mm -hmm. yeah and um, some plans changed and the figures ended up being lower and we also the wait ended up being longer (laughs) but Okay. It took us a year and two months to get into the house, and which was the frustrating part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time and a lot of back and forth with council yeah. and with construction mm. and everything. But I don't envy you having to work with council. <laughs> it's it's big, yeah. Um, but we learned so much, yeah. and it actually um, not only was it great in t- in terms of what the house became. Mm-hmm. Um, and the prep time to to make sure our that Beth for I was ready for a house. Yeah. But even individual, mm. like as a team, um, we went through a lot in 2019 that we wouldn't have had room to mm. to look after ourselves if mm-hmm. we had the the weight of this space on us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we're crazy grateful for that time yeah um and i think i would have fallen apart if i had the the pressure of Mm. running it all at the same time and so yeah i'm just very thankful that we ended up having that time yeah that's good Mm. that's cool so where are you guys at now you've moved in you moved in in march (laughs) yeah so i can't remember if we were if this was before the mics were on but you guys were telling me a little bit about like your schedule and Mm -hmm. Yep. Like ha- what type of events you're actually running? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was before the mics were on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah. So we moved in end of March, which was 
like a week before COVID hit, mm. I think. Um, <laughs> so adding to the frustration, yeah. that was okay. Um, but we moved in and we yeah, weren't able in the to, house. to yes. open the doors, um, which gave us time to set it up nicely and also to have a lot of dinners with people from around um, West End mm-hmm. and just have real intentional conversations. And, yeah, it was actually a very mm. blessed time. Yeah. Um, but we launched officially on the 15th of August. Okay. Opened the doors to the world. Yeah. And, yeah, started... Um, having a schedule for the creative space so we are open from wednesday to saturday now and have um prayer and worship twice a week and then some events that we have throughout the month from a worship night to a create together night and a workshop and then we're also um watching the chosen together currently which is a tv show about the life of jesus and yeah so that's what we're doing at the moment and we're working on expanding those things as well and expanding the team and yeah. inviting people to run alongside us yeah that's cool how how did besides like making it to where you might not have been able to open right away how did covid affect what you guys were able to do after you opened because like i know like you can't really meet in big groups and <laughs> and have big events like that mm. did that change like Once what you guys launched? yeah um not dramatically i think with the size of our space uh numbers are pretty comfortable mm-hmm. with okay covid safe so yeah we had a a worship night our first one and i think we almost hit our covid capacity okay <laughs> like what we're legally allowed to have at the moment and the room felt pretty full yeah okay like, this is great yeah. <laughs> we, we can't really want to have yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we're we're pretty good. I think, yeah. I don't think there's too much that we're restricted on. We just have to make sure everybody signs in, which is good because then we have yeah. everybody's details and yeah. stuff anyway. Yeah. So and nice. yeah, and it really got us to have a good cleaning routine and to make sure that everything is nice and tidy. Yeah, yeah. which <laughs> good habits. Good. Yeah, good <laughs> kind of forces you to like. Yeah. Cultivate that. Yeah. Really? yeah. That's good. Good for the future. That's <laughs> Thanks, <cool>. COVID. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So you guys, do you have any, like, plans for, for, like, new events or, or mm. new types of outreach that you guys are wanting to do in the near future? Yeah. Um, so we have a bit of a... An interesting end to the year so our team of three will be a team of two for a few months unless we have um, new members which we're excited <laughs> mm-hmm. at the potential of um, mm. but Sergi will be getting married soon so he's Ooh. leaving Queensland for a little bit very exciting yeah so we're we're pulling back a little bit over Christmas break um, but we do have a potential poetry reading evening which oh, will be cool. very sweet yeah we've got a few friends that are doing that kind of thing and releasing mm. books and magazines and all of this mm. which is all beautiful and we'd mm-hmm. love to host that kind of space kind of night in our space mm-hmm. yeah um so that's one thing that'll be a little bit different um coming into the new year we've got more ideas of like having some more live music mm. and utilizing our outdoor space a lot more yeah. so we'd love to okay. host some like community dinners down there yeah. where people yeah. just bring a plate and come and 
um, know you our... Do have, like, a garden? Community. We have sort of... uh, not really a garden. Um, <laughs> it's just gravel. But oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but our, our house is a Queenslander, so underneath is completely empty. And then... Um, and then we have a little bit of room out the back as well. Okay. So the whole driveway under the house and the back is like 150 square meters. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, when it's it's all painted white, and so it's it's very pretty down there if you do it up well. So we yeah. just want to. We've got a bunch of fairy lights and oh, just nice. host dinners and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we want to start bringing in some more people from the community to just mm-hmm. like just to know them, even if they don't really connect with the creativity side yeah. just yet yeah. like to just have a bit of a meeting point where we can gather mm-hmm. and enjoy each other yeah. Um, yeah 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 some more music will be awesome got yeah. some some people in mind for the future and mm-hmm. start building that cool yeah and it would be really nice to have a hangout area underneath yeah. the space as well and kind of separate creativity and um, community a little bit just mm-hmm. so that when people are getting very vulnerable in the space of creativity that there wouldn't be an, a full table of people chatting yeah. Um, yeah. next to them yeah, so yeah. even just having the underneath space um, for community and where people can hang out and have coffee and mm-hmm. um, be loud and then have the upstairs as a bit more of a sacred space or more of a like yeah, yeah intentional space yeah. that'd be awesome as well that's cool Okay, so I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. Yeah, no worries. Like, yeah, I really love what you guys are doing with, with all this. And it, it, I don't know, I think beyond just being a really cool, like, ministry and concept for, it's something that's actually really needed, I think, for people to have a safe space where they can come and connect with God. Maybe they don't know Him. Mm-hmm. And not feel like... I don't know. Church can be scary, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, for some people, and yeah. it, you know, it's not. But for some people, that's the the uh, yeah. perception. Mm-hmm. And so, I think it's really awesome that you guys are creating this this space where people feel comfortable to come and be themselves and mm-hmm. and allow themselves to connect in that way. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe if they don't know that they're doing it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and just like the the story of how you guys got here really to me like shows how like how much God's hand was on it and mm-hmm. and even how many little confirmations there are along the way and and just yeah it's amazing so mm-hmm. thank you guys for sharing about that um, one thing that uh, I wanted to touch on real quick so last week um, or a couple weeks ago but the last episode um, I talked with uh, a guy named Pro- Jonathan Proby. Um, he came in and uh, we talked about just creativity um, and how, like, what its purpose is. What what is the purpose of art and um, and how do we use it to glorify God and you know all this stuff. So, like, you guys being artists and obviously you know house of the creative one mm-hmm. what do you guys feel like is the purpose of art or how do you feel like you guys are called to utilize art in order to reach people or show people who god is that might be an interesting way of phrasing that mm-hmm. but 
like personally or yeah personally yeah 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 um for me i'm a musician yeah and i love to i love writing songs and i guess they usually come out as stories and i think what i write is an act of worship even if it's not uh like corporate worship songs mm -hmm. and so the the more unique to my style and a bit more folky and playful yeah. melodies and parts and everything yeah but i love to write um like to actually write stories like creative writing mm -hmm. and um, hand in hand with that writing putting those into song yeah i really enjoy so for, yeah i love to i think my hopes for my music is to be um redeeming people's perspective of who god is mm -hmm. and showing them that he's a friend and showing them that he's actually just so kind yeah and always affirming and affectionate and always like desiring for relationship and that the cross is is not condemning it's yeah actually freeing and yeah. so i i really want um i think for me in terms of my ministry and um and how i use creativity i really yeah so i'm i'm recording at the moment and i hope to release some stuff next year where oh, cool. i can um yeah, start seeing some fruit from my music as yeah. well. Yeah. I think so far it's mostly just been ministry to myself and to the Lord. Yeah. And so it'll be cool to invite people into that to start having encountering the freedom in those stories that I've encountered. Yeah. And in like the moments and revelations and the encounters that I've had where I've sat and the Lord's taught me about who he is the the pictures that he's explained his heart through to me um is where those songs come from mm -hmm. so whether it's about um the beauty of sitting across from him at a dining table and the way that he looks at me and validates me yeah and i don't need to raise my voice for attention or say the right thing so that um so that i fit in mm -hmm. like i just am validated in his presence yeah and or if it's about um, an injury I, that I had and him showing me the way that he wants to heal and the way that he wants to liberate my heart even though even if it doesn't look natural. Mm -hmm. And I guess he, he uses stories for me to show me himself. And, yeah. um, and I hope that the stories that I tell through, either through music or through like, um, writing and like blogs or poems or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, I hope that, yeah, that they'll be helping other people to find God. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. And know him as a friend. Yeah. Mm. That's really interesting. I'm not, I'm like not a mu musical. <laughs> like, I really love music and I, yeah. even, I play a little bit of guitar. Mm -hmm. But it's not something that like comes super naturally to me, like, or very naturally to me. Um, <laughs> and like, but I really, I really wish that I was musical mm -hmm. or like more musical than yeah. I am. Um, but it's something that I've actually 
like come across recently um so i know like probably like four songs on the guitar <laughs> and uh a couple weeks ago i was having a pretty rough week and um i started playing uh, you know who matt mason is no, no he's he's pretty good you should look him up but i was playing one of his songs um and i got i don't know i was like in the, got to this point where i was just like decided that I'm going to sing this song as if I'm like trying to tell God how I feel because I was mm-hmm. really resonating with the the lyrics of the song and like I felt like it mm-hmm. kind of explained my situation a little bit yeah. and I I wouldn't necessarily say it was worship because I don't think it was yeah. it was more me me like yeah like just trying to air my business to God yeah. you know and it was really weird because like like I said, I'm not musical. I don't really connect with it in, in a way. But I think I, that time where I sat down and played this one song, like, there's a there's a emotional connection to music. I mean, all art. There's an emotional connection to it, but it kind of allows you to to bring out that emotion. And it was really cool experience to to like connect with God even through some like it's not a Christian song yeah. or it's not anything it was just me like yeah. telling him how I felt and, yeah uh, well I think like in our yeah in terms of the way that we interact with God it's, it's that we're in relationship and we're not servants yeah. anymore like yeah. we get to serve in relationship but it's not that um, that he's just a, a master that we have to submit to yeah, but yeah. it's out of love and even, like if you look at the picture of marriage that like it's not always lovey-dovey yeah. I love this about you and I love this yeah. about you thank you for this yeah, yeah and so there's times where with God we get to come and we say hey I this happened and I have a problem with it and I and I don't know where you are at in this yeah. but this is how I feel and like what was going on and I think it's it's good and it's healthy to yeah to raise those stuff to him and 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 I think it it doesn't have to be coming from like an unhealthy place of doubt I think it's just looking for him mm-hmm. and like seeking to know his heart more and more in that mm-hmm. space yeah and when we do that there's if we do that with like open ears and like listen for his response then it's an invitation to just like understand his kindness and understand his nature more and that's what happens when like with Yael and I like if I bring up something I'm like hey this happened in this situation like and I I felt like this what what was going on there and then listen and I'm like oh right that's the way she sees me that's the way she like I don't have to question who she is because of like a moment where I where circumstances were hard or something yeah but it's just a way to relate and um and to actually grow in depth and in vulnerability in mm-hmm. a relationship so yeah, yeah. i think music um and the way that we use music in relation to god mm. can sometimes yeah be that end of stuff of just like sitting with him on something and saying like where are you in this like help me yeah. to see you in this space and mm. in this yeah. way yeah it's mm. really cool so what about you? Um, I think for me, creating is mainly a hard journey. 
for mm-hmm. a lot of the time a heart journey. Mm. I'm all about hearts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've just seen over the years, like from like when I was like eight years old, I started writing um, as a mean of expressing myself and as a mean of means of um, seeking God in the process. Yeah. Um, and I think it has been such a journey of. Um, learning to be real with God and vulnerable and to express my raw emotions mm-hmm. but to also lead myself in that space to hope yeah. and I actually made a very conscious decision once um, a few years ago that in my writing I would always lead myself to hope and even when I look back on my journals every single mm-hmm. time when I was like going through a hard time yeah. I'd be real with God but I would lead myself into or like I would remind myself of the promises of God and I think allowing God to be with us in the rawness and the realness of who we are and our experience but also allowing him to meet us there and to encounter us in that depth mm-hmm. actually builds such a foundation of trust with him and with um yeah a place where his love can really um move us on a deeper level um yeah and that's also a big um thing that i have on my heart for beth bari as well yeah um like as i said before the room that i saw in heaven um was a place where people where i walked into that space and all of my anxieties fell off and i knew that i was free and my desire is for people to walk into Beth Pariah and create and allow themselves to, or allow God to take anything that is holding them back from actually knowing him and, yeah. and being real with him. Yeah. And yeah, and we believe that we were made to create. Yeah. Um, that we are made in the image of God and that it's something that comes very naturally to us um, and can be such a beautiful meeting place with yeah. him. Yeah, I I really like that. I mean, ultimately, like transformation and and the release of those those burdens does come down to like Christ working in your life. But I feel like like with music or or anything really like art can be a really great vehicle Mm. for God to work through and and reveal things to you. We just had Dave, our bass director, Dave was um was speaking on monday um and he was just encouraging us in in, like talking about positioning ourselves to really be reaching out to god and he used uh the example he uh the painting uh of adam and god where he's like holding his hand out and it's uh on the ceiling of the sistine chapel i think Um, but in that, in, in that painting, God is like really intentionally reaching out and pointing and Adam just kind of has his, he's like all lounged out and he's got his hand on his knee, like, and it just looks like he doesn't really care. Um, and it was really cool to see Dave was talking about like how you can look at that image and think, okay, like that's the that's the position that maybe I have in my life or, Mm. you know, of just being kind of apathetic and, and, you know, obviously he used it in his message to say like, let's come out of that position of just like being Mm. lazy and apathetic. And, but like, 
it was cool because he was able to to use a piece of art that when you look at it there's an emotional response and then you can you can use that to actually explain like a deep truth about who god is and how our relationship with him should look like so yeah that's really cool yeah and art just holds that potential to really stir us up yeah and i think so many artists are so hungry for exactly that Mm -hmm. for that feeling of ah there's something more and there's deeper meaning to something and i think a lot of artists get stuck in just expressing themselves or going after another like yeah wave of emotions um but what i found is really so transformative is when you actually allow god to come into that space Mm -hmm. and to use it for even greater meaning and for depth yeah yeah you really have to respond to the emotional thing like you can let it have a a impact on how you feel but then it's deciding like am i actually gonna do anything about that Mm -hmm. am i actually gonna gonna pursue that feeling or that that word that god gave me Mm -hmm. which is yeah well, cool. Thank you guys for, I think that, I think that we're, I should probably end it there, but thank you guys for coming in. I know uh, it's probably a little bit weird. You don't know me. <laughs> it's good. And I know so that much. the podcast can be a bit uncomfortable sometimes, but, no, it's been sweet. Um, yeah. thank but you, so thank much you guys a lot. Um, do you guys have a website or any, any way that people can do? Yeah. reach out to you? Yeah. So best way to connect is probably through our Instagram, okay. uh, which is just beth.birri, B-I-R-I. Okay. Um, or you can go onto our website, which is beth-birri.org. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll put those in the description of this Amazing. podcast so cool. you can just link it. But awesome. yeah. Well, thank, thank you guys. Thank um, you so much. Thank and good you. luck with everything that God's doing with you guys personally and, and mm-hmm in your ministry as well. Mm, Thank you so much.